Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back in our Wide World segment. This morning we're talking with Matthew Driver, Executive Vice President, Head of Services for Asia Pacific at MasterCard. Matthew, good morning. Welcome to Money FM. Hey, Good to see everybody. It's great to have you with us in the studio. The technology transforming payments is vast. And people, we just had the Singapore FinTech Festival here. Thousands of people here talking specifically about that. But for some of our listeners, they may not understand just how how deep and how complex this field has become in recent years. Yeah, sure. Give us, a, give us a bit of an overview from MasterCard's perspective. Where, where, what is technology doing to help drive the simple things we do when we order food online or, or Amazon or whatever? Yeah, sure. And look, I think there are a number of technologies that are transforming payments, right? It's just the ongoing digitization really accelerated over COVID. All of a sudden, you know, your grandmother had to go online. Mm. And so get familiar with that, right? And then it's device-based payments, mm. Where, yeah, people are still using cards, but they're primarily using their phones, particularly in Singapore. So that's a, a new convergence, right? I've can I got plenty of options to, to use a payment. I can use a watch. I can use my phone. I can use my iPad if I want. Yeah. So all those sorts of things. So And every payment is now becoming, you know, or every device is becoming a payment device. All of a sudden, that phone can, can become an acceptance device. So that makes it easier as well to kind of drive this digitization. And then perhaps, perhaps the last thing, before we talk about things like AI, it's really personalization, right? We're now in a personalization world. I, I know what I want on Netflix. I know what I want on Amazon, to your example. And that personalization drives expectations about you know, what can I bring mm. to consumers. And those are probably the three big things that are happening. And then obviously AI is just going to take that up a notch. Yeah. Just paint a bit of a picture for our listeners. You're the head of services, APAC, for sure. MasterCard. So what is your actual job day-to-day? What are you looking at? What are you doing? Yeah, interesting. I think that you know, I was with a customer in India this week, and they said, well, you know, you just do all the cool stuff. And, uh, that's, but, you know, <laughs> Play but, with all the toys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but look, it's sort of like what we're talking about is the, the, the newer applications, right? If you think about um, MasterCard is you know, the core payment technology, the, the credit debit prepaid commercial, um, I don't look after that piece of the, what I look after is the business that is run off the data that comes off all those transactions. Right. And then you know, that data, uh, we anonymize it, obviously, we, we package it up, and that gives us insights about markets, it gives us insights about segments, and then that can lead us then into fraud detection and how do we make sure we're protecting customers. Give us an example. Like, yeah, you look, could make it up, but if you don't want to name yeah, a look, company. For, no, for example, um, if we're you know, protecting a customer, you want to go, you want to be online, right? Um, we want to make sure that you know, we're looking at the data or the signals. So when you're making that transaction, we know it's you. Or we use biometric technology. This is one thing we debuted at the um, Singapore FinTech, um, biometric payments with NEC. We had the biometric coffee as a, you mm. know, to, bring, to give the point that you can personalize that. But your own biometric is unique to you. Mm. And so making sure that you can have that validation and protection is very important for trust in the ecosystem because you know, a payment system, you, you want to make sure it works, but you also want that protection. Mm. And I think that's something that's really important. So a lot of our technology So what did the biometric tech look like at the Fin Festival? Was it fingerprints, eye scan? Um, actually, in this case, it was facial recognition. Right. Because what you're doing is you're hashing the algorithm of the photo. No photo was being stored anywhere before everybody you know, gets too nervous. It's the, it's the coordinates, and then that's hashed securely. 
um, in our network. And then what happens is that if you want to make a payment, then there's a decryption of that because it's tokenized to yeah. make sure it's you. And so that's a you know enhancement of the network. And that's on one side. So it's a cyber intelligence piece. And then on the other side of my business is all the kind of personalization tech and all the data and analytics that can drive insights to make sure that people get better offers or um, we do more insightful marketing or um, that we can drive you know, personalization of loyalty programs, for example. Yeah. We're talking with Matthew Driver, the executive vice president, head of services for APAC for MasterCard. I think traditionally people thought of MasterCard and Visa as your credit card. Like, that's it, right? Yeah. And, and you know, over I think over the, the years and decades, uh, certainly our Money FM audience has become a lot more sophisticated than that. But I think the depth to which you, you work with clients – um, you know, fintech companies, sure. whether it's a, whether it is, like you said before, some of the Amazons of the world or the big ones or the small mom and pop, the good burger here, yeah, uh, folks that, that you want to buy a burger and have them deliver it to you. There, there is so much depth behind, I think, from what I understand, from what MasterCard can offer those players. Sure. If I'm hearing you correctly, it's it's analytics. It's how to get closer to the customer. It's perhaps um, how to do the the transactions more securely. Absolutely. Are, are there other elements to that as well? Yeah, that look, when you're doing those kinds of back end discussions with your clients or potential clients? Yeah. Look, I think that you know, the one thing that really differentiates Mastercard from uh, you know, other you know, big payment um, technology networks is really the services businesses that we have, right? And so we've deliberately built that portfolio over 20 years. And, and if we're working with a, a financial institution partner, that's a differentiator for us. So it sort of makes us different. Um, that's all part Making of Making their world easier yeah, to that's deal right. with their and customers. So, and we deliver those services to enhance that experience as an overlay to the core payment technology because MasterCard's a payment technology company. It's just that people see the card and they think that we're a card issuer, which we're not, right? Yeah. We're the network that mm. connects it so – you know, when you are traveling or whether you're going to um, Good Burger, yeah, you can use your payment and it just happens, right? Yeah. So that's what we do. And then, look, I do, we do consulting, we do data and analytics, we do loyalty. You know, we're you know, a, a very large loyalty player, probably the largest loyalty company in the world. It's just, that's just part of another business within our world. Um, we do a lot of digital personalization, marketing services. I do, obviously, we do crypto. Um, and so we're enabling um, that kind of payments to, to help people have the utility if they want to use mm. that option. We mm. have done a lot of work in CBDC spaces, fraud, security, biometrics, identity solutions, all those things that really wow. differentiate us but make it more secure and, I guess, um, relevant for the consumer. And more seamless, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah on that point, uh, particularly in Singapore, what are clients particularly wanting? Is it Are they emphasizing cybersecurity more or is it ease of use, accessibility? Yeah, look, you're making a really important point there, sort of like this, this sort of convenience security trade-off. Exactly, right. Right, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a natural thing. I think that, look, people really kind of want both, <laughs> to be honest. I, I'm not, it's just that it's, it's something that, is ha- the, the environment is moving so fast that it's quite challenging. So, for example, um, you know, what, what's out there today is, you know, people are very concerned about scams, for yep. example. That's been a big thing in Singapore. That's been a big thing around the world. And what happens is when you move into these faster payments, like, like pay now or anything else, you know, if you have faster payments, you, you've got faster fraud. That's exactly. what happens. And so what we've, what we've built, because we're a multi-rail 
company and we have these services capability is a, you know, a capability to be able to help detect um, these scams you know, before they happen or as they happen. Because you can't do it, you know, what happens is when people, whether it's an investment scam, a romance scam, et cetera, you know, it's sort of the are you sure kind of message, right? Yeah. Are you sure you want to send this large amount of money to this person who it looks like you've never sent it to them before? And so you're moving into Tom Cruise minority report, pre-crime, <laughs> well, right? Not this quite. pre-crime. Not quite. It's so, very impressive. So what it is is what happens is that person has contacted their bank. I want to make that payment, mm. Right. And so what you're doing is you're applying the technology and all the insights that we've learned from payment, card payment fraud and said, hey, look, it's all about a pattern. What's the next most likely pattern? And if this is a pattern that's out of, you know, it's, called, it's, a, out of, it's out of pattern, something. right? You go, mm-hmm. wait a second. Yeah. You want to step up and, and make sure that maybe what looks normal maybe isn't. And so we're using those insights from all that transaction data from the entire system to bring value at the customer point. So we can send a message from our network back to the bank to say, hey, you might want to check that out. Fascinating. Right? And that's what happens. Yeah. Genuinely fascinating. We're talking with Matthew Driver, the executive VP, head of services for MasterCard. Matthew, you know, in the past, let's say, year, AI has come on the scene in a big sure. way since ChatGPT on the consumer level. Yep. Uh, of course, it's nothing new. It's been around for, for many decades. Correct. But when you look at the MasterCard approach to AI in, in the way you personalize your customer experiences, mm. uh, what what does that look like? What are you doing to to use that newest technology and evolving technology to make the, the customer experience better? Yeah, look, I think that, you know, before we start with that, look, it's really, really important to make sure you've got the sort of right kind of governance in place, right? Because we know that this is, this is, this is a new area and everybody's sort of building it up. But the, the kind of foundation of everything that we do with respect to AI is sort of a responsible data practices, right? Mm. We say that, look, you know, the consumer has these, these data rights, you know, you own it, you control it, you know, you should benefit from any exchange of information, but it's our responsibility to protect it, right? Because we're, we're, the, we're that payment network. So that's all part of the trust. And so what we have is a, you know, a data responsibility you know, guideline. We build privacy by design into all our products, and we have a kind of a governance process over the top of that. So that really helps us take bias out of things. And then when we think about generative and looking at the right use cases, it's just trying to figure out, well, what's most relevant um, for the consumer and where we're seeing it, you know, at least initially from a consumer experience side is sort of things like a shopping buddy, if you like, right? So a couple of examples. At FinTech, we were talking about the, the MasterCard Intelligent Assistant, see Maya, very yeah. smart like it. That, it. Was good. That's a good one. <laughs> but what it's saying is, look, you know, you can imagine having a travel assistant that knows or learns your preferences. And you know how we all go crazy trying to find, particularly now with the travel recovery, trying to find a place to go. You know, or with, flights. With, with or, your family or flights. Well, yeah, yeah well, why, why wouldn't you be able to have a conversation with, a, with a, an avatar or a, you know, a, a digital twin, if you like, to help you, you know, curate that much more effectively by leveraging all the data that's out there mm. and you know, be able to describe what you want to do, right? So that was really what we were mm. doing um, in showing Maya as a, as a potential thing. And then just a few weeks ago, um, a company that's in, in the services space that, that we own called Dynamic Yield, we launched the Shopping Muse, which is really does that 
already. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, I'm shopping. I want to maybe a, a friend of mine has invited me to a wedding. I go, OK, well, what do I need to wear these days? Right. You know, um, what's the climate? Where am I going? Got any ideas? Can you show me? Mm. And it will serve up because that that capability is on top mm. of that e-commerce provider's website. And so it can say, well, OK, you might want to look this. Yeah, oh, that's a bit conservative. Maybe I want a different color. Can you show me? And it will just happen. And you don't have to do the hard work. So those kind of use cases are the things that will probably start happening first. Speaking of customer choices, we all live in Singapore. Yeah. We all know that in Singapore, we are the kings and queens of Kiasu loyalty programs. Sure. We love them. You've only got to line up in a supermarket. The person in front of you <laughs> opens the personal wallet. They've got like 10 different loyalty cards. They're trying to work out which one sure. to use. How do you stay relevant? How do you adapt? What is the average customer wanting? from their loyalty program in Singapore. Yeah, well, look, I think it's, you know, I think every customer wants to sort of have some value exchange, mm-hmm. right? I think that at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? And so, but you have this personalization layer that's much more important, right? Because, yeah. you know, people have tons of loyalty programs, right? So the whole idea is if you're a loyalty provider, one is that you want to make sure that you're recognizing the, the customer and kind of, and look, it doesn't matter whether you're a high-spending customer or a low-spending customer, right? It's a, you know, recognizing the, the, the business that you get from that individual and then making sure that you know, in the right kind of way, in a permission-based way, you can find ways to expose them or pop up an offer or something like that's relevant to what they do. And I think that there's a lot of technology that comes behind that. But you know, you've got to start with privacy because you want to don't, don't want to be too creepy, right? You mm-hmm. want to make sure that you've got the situation and say, hey, I'd like to give you some offers, but, you know, and this is what you'll get in exchange for you agreeing to let me, you know, maybe monitor how you wander around the store or things like this, right? Because all of a sudden we've been talking, you've probably had guests on the show doing online to offline and stuff like that. Well, it's really O and O, right? It's online and offline because that's my relationship with that company. And so the personalization tech that we were talking about, that's very, very important. You know, and we, we offer a lot of solutions in that space. That's a big change because, you know, traditionally companies have just taken data and given nothing in return. Yeah, exactly. Other than perhaps a you know uh, an enhanced customer experience, yeah. but actually reaching out and having agreements with the people that are supplying that data uh, based on how do they want it used, how the you know do they want it used, all sure. that. I think you that's think, a that's a big change. Well, that's right. Well, it's in comes, mindset, it comes from a lot of areas. I mean, look, in some cases, it's been forced by regulators, say in Europe and stuff like this. But you realize that there's yeah. also a balance between you know, the, the permissions and the type of data you're sharing, right? So say, for example, right, we've seen on Spotify, you got your new DJ X, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you yeah, look, I'm sure I've agreed. And I don't mind somebody getting my bad disco playlist if it gets out in the wild. It's no problem, <laughs> right? But if it's my personal financial data, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to be more sensitive to that. So how do you go? If you go into open banking, it's, well, look, I'd love you to offer you these things. But if you give me permission, then I can get a better view on who you are. And then I can bring you a more relevant thing. As yeah. long as I'm protecting you, and as long as that's relevant, that's what's important. Awesome. In a line, what's happening next in 2024 for you? Ooh, in 2024, what's happening next? I think we're, it's more of the same. It's just getting out there and making a difference for our customers. That's what we're doing. Awesome. Matthew Driver, Executive Vice President, Head of Services, APAC for MasterCard. Thanks for being with us today. Come back and, and see us in 2024 and let us know what the cool kids are playing with. Sure. All right. Thanks Thank so you. much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.